What is up, guys? Welcome back to the Clutch Picks podcast. My name is Corey McAndrew. I'm here with my friends, my co-host, Charles Giacometti, Nico DeLuca. Jason can't be with us tonight, sadly. Kind of a different format coming at you. We each picked two games. We have Jason's locks here. We each picked two games, and we're going to really focus on them. You know, week 18 is a big week. Obviously, every single game, divisional game. So a lot to talk about, a lot to unpack. We want to keep it short for you guys so you can make your money. Uh, beat the books, get 2022 off to a good start. Before we get started, don't forget, please follow us on Twitter, Instagram at clutch underscore picks one. Facebook is clutch picks sports gambling. That being said, Jock, how was your week last week, man? How'd you do? It went well. I mean, I feel like I've come along on the second half of the NFL slate and uh, we were all, you know, everybody watching the live stream. We all had a good beat on some of those games and we made some money there. So I feel like you know the viewers that turned tuned into that live stream and interacted with us should have made some money as well. So you knew our plays, you knew the slate. You know it was totally transparent. We knocked it out of the park again. So I had a great week. Nico, how about yourself? I I looked at the slate and I was really just not a fan of it. I I said in the chat too. I was like, this this is probably the worst slate I've seen. There was the the, the lowest spread was minus three and a half, and it was Titans versus Dolphins. There was no games that were under minus three, which is shocking. I've really never seen that before. They're all like minus six and a half, minus sevens. The hook mattered a lot. I mean, I I did one big money line parlay with three teams. The Colts just really screwed me. Who would have ever saw that coming either? Yeah, so I mean, I, I, had one, I had one parlay that I just did not like any spreads. I did have Bengals money line though. I was really confident in that, and thank God that hit to save my week. But, I mean, I, I, went, I think I went completely even. I kind of had – I don't want to say a rough week. I just had a slow week. You know, obviously I was on – I got Colts at six and a half. Obviously that did not hit. Um, I don't even want to fucking get started. They looked like shit. I'm also worried, dude, when they go down to Jacksonville. It's one of the games I'm going to talk about later, but they haven't won since, like, fucking 2012 down there. I think they're on a – on a 15-game losing streak in Jacksonville or, or something crazy, 14-15, something crazy like that. But uh, Stone and I, our, our good buddy Stone, we had put together a little same-game parlay for the Packers game that hit, which brought me back to even on the week. So I, I will not complain about where I'm at. I just kind of wish there was a little more action, Nico, kind of similar to you. I did not like a lot of the fucking games out. So it was it was tough to to find the ones that I liked enough to put money on, actually. So I guess coming out even, I'm, I'm actually pretty thankful for it. All right, without further ado, we're going to jump right into it here. So, again, like I said, format-wise, we are not talking about every game this week. We're just going to do a couple of our favorites. So I guess since Jason's not with us, let's go ahead and get his games out of the way first. No Thursday game this week. Keep that in mind, guys. There's no Thursday night football. That being said, Jason's first lock of the week Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. We have Kansas City minus 10. Over-under is 44, 44 and a half in DraftKings. Uh, so Jason would like us to tell you guys that he is on Kansas City minus 10. Not sure what his reasoning is there, but I'm going to tail him. I think this is a good pick. I don't like these high spreads in divisional games, but the Broncos coming off an emotional win over the Chargers, I just foresee them not being able to, to stay with Patrick Mahomes and the chiefs. They're one of the hottest te- Actually, they are the hottest team in the NFL right now. Um, I just, I just foresee the chiefs beating the shit out of the Broncos. As much as we like to talk about Vic Fangio or any PA boy, I don't know how much he's going to be able to do to minimize the damage here. 
You know, I've been saying all year that this um this Chiefs defense is really not all that. They I mean they went on a they went on a huge slew where they were hold, they were holding opponents so um low amount of points. But if you look at their schedule, I mean they really did not face that high tier of quarterbacks that their defense really had to step up and make plays. It really showed when they faced a re- very good offense that they really struggled. And I mean I do think the Chiefs should cover here. They're playing for a lot. They're playing for a number two seed, especially, and a number one seed. Because if the Titans lose, they do get that one seed, which, I mean, who does not want that one seed home field advantage throughout, throughout playoffs? So I do have the um, I do have the Chiefs covering here just because the Broncos. I mean, they're so inconsistent. Their quarterback plays super inconsistent. But, I again, with the, with the Chiefs defense, it's just, it scares me. And I, I just think they were super – loved for really no type of reason. But, yeah, I mean, Chiefs is definitely the play here. I know Drew Locke, Drew Locke uh, you know, had that starting job for a bit and then, you know, got demoted when they got Bridgewater. And, you know, thinking about it, you know, just in a reality perspective, just Mahomes against any backup quarterback in the NFL should win by two scores. Um, you know, when it comes down to it and you chalk it up that way, uh, I'll take Mahomes twice to win by two scores against Drew Locke and especially coming off a loss. Wow. So uh, I think 10, I think that line probably, I think it will go up to 10 and a half. I think it might even touch 11, but I don't see anybody going to be playing the Broncos in this one just because of the way, you know, it's the 18th week and this week was added for a reason. And uh, I think this is going to be, uh, you know, the start of a playoff run, you know, for the Chiefs and we're going to see them get hot at the right time. Yeah, I mean, I'm fuck. They've been hot now for how many fucking weeks? I think they they, they were what? Weren't they one and four? Or no? No, they weren't. Yeah, but, but it, they I'm were bad. Talking about, they, they, they did I'm, not I'm talking about playoff caliber. Okay. I, yeah, I, I'd say that probably started when they played the Raiders the first time. I mean, still a, a good while back, but I know what you're saying. Um, so first game, first kiss of death. Jason's lock of the week. We have a kiss of death. Kansas City minus 10. Okay, moving on. Jason's next game, so he has two locks this week, uh, back-to-back. You know, we got the Dallas Cowboys at the Philadelphia Eagles. Right now, Cowboys are minus seven, over-unders 42-and-a-half. I absolutely love Jason's play here, too. Divisional game at home, seven-point underdogs at home is too much. Jason is on Eagles minus seven, and for the reason that I just said, I'm tailing him. Way too many points for an at-home underdog divisional game. I think Eagles keep this one close. Eagles could potentially win it. I'm absolutely going to sprinkle money line. Tough to beat a team twice. Uh, not much more to say here. I think the most important thing to note here is that this game is on a Saturday night in Philly. And I know Philly's got dealing with some COVID, COVID problems, and you know, who knows who's going to land with it. Um, but you know, seven, and a, seven points does seem a little too high. Uh, I've been I've been rocking with the unders in these divisional games, especially you know late at night, cold Saturday game, especially with a, a COVID a COVID roster that the Eagles have. Do we really trust them to put up points? I know Dak's been struggling, and people are getting on Dak. Um, and, and these both these teams are going to the playoffs. I mean, what is there to play for? Maybe the Eagles, you know, could bump up a, a seed um, in, in the wild card. Yeah, who knows, but it is not that likely with that roster. So I'm more likely to jump on the under here more than a spread play 
just because there's really not much to it. There's really not much substance to this game. Yeah, I mean, the, both these teams really have not um, played to their full – the Cowboys have not played to their full potential. The Eagles really have not been anyone other than, like, I think their best win was the Saints. And that's really not saying much. I mean, I think the Saints are obviously beat up when they face them. But, I mean, I, I'm just really not touching this game. I don't like either. The Cowboys have not been playing well. That offense has been stuttering for the past five, six weeks. So uh, this is just a game probably going to completely stay away from because both teams are just super inconsistent. Yeah, speaking – I mean, going back to last week, actually, I totally forgot. One of my bigger plays – actually, my biggest play, I had Cardinals plus six and a half, and I had Cardinals money line uh, against the Cowboys. So I need to say thank you to the Dallas Cowboys for making me some money there. Um, Nico, that's okay because you're up next here. We have – uh, your first, actually, you know what? We're going to do our locks last. So let's go through the other games. So, Nico, one that you wanted to talk about, which I'm actually looking forward to. I don't know why. I think that there's a lot of a lot of money to be made here. Uh, Tennessee Titans at the Houston Texans. Right now, Titans are minus 10.5, over-under is 43. Um, you know, Titans locking up the AFC South last week. Didn't help that the Colts lost. Didn't fucking matter. But go ahead. What do you got? Titans are really starting to come around. This defense is legit. The past five games, they've been averaging only letting up 15 points per game. They just beat the absolute dog piss out of the Dolphins 34 to three. I mean, this, this, this defense is not to be reckoned with. The Texans beat them earlier in the season, and this is a, this is a, a revenge game. And this is a game where they're, they're saying, you know what, we're clinching this no matter what. We're going to beat the piss out of them. Texans have nothing to play for. They, they probably want to get a higher um, seed in the draft. Titans minus 10.5, and, and guess what? The King is returning, and winter is coming in Nashville. Tennessee minus 10.5. This is um, – I mean, I, I agree with you. I'm just not going uh, to – you kind of changed my mind. I was going to be on Texans, but I totally forgot that they beat them earlier in the year. This – dude, 10.5 is a lot of points for divisional matchup, but you know AFC South, it, it's kind of not because we have – Two good teams in there, and then two, and two really more, yeah. shitty teams. So, I mean, um, the, another another thing to add. I mean, the Texans. I mean, we we really struggle against uh, mobile quarterbacks. And if Tyra Taylor is starting, this is a whole di- this is a whole different scenario. But since Davis Davis Mills is starting, this is just such an easy pick for me. And our our D line is something special. I mean, our D line is something special. Yeah. What about um your fucking outside linebacker today? What's going on with that one? Well, dude, I mean, that, the, of course, the media is doing some dumb shit. They're trying to make bring out a proportion. They didn't do anything wrong. Okay, okay. Just wanted to get your your yeah, your, no, you your, got uh, it. Yep. your take on he, that. That's all. He was trying to break up a fight, and they they made they they brought it out of proportion. Okay, so he'll okay. be back. Yeah, I'm I'm I mean, back to what I was saying. I'm not touching this game. You you make some good points to scare me off of it. Actually, um, you guys know this is. I'm sure there's a lot of people probably that are literally their mouths are watering, seeing 10 and a half points, a divisional game, 10 and a half points at home, nevertheless. But um, like you said, Nico, Titans are going to come out looking for revenge. There's going to be no mercy given here. They just absolutely fucking waxed the dolphins. Um, talk about a confidence booster going into playoffs, beating a, uh, beating a divisional rival for fucking by two scores. That that's a statement. And um, I think, I think the most, I mean, I'm not touching booster- it. I think the most confidence booster thing was our offensive line really showed up. I mean, we ran the ball for over 150 yards. The foreman had a hell of a game. Our offensive line is, is finally healthy. We No one got hurt. 
I mean, our tight end had a, a brutal ankle, ankle injury, but other than that tight end, we stayed fully healthy for once this whole season, and it felt awesome. I think my number one play here, and I'm my only play in this game because I really don't want to watch it, and I'd rather just watch look at the box score. I'm going to take the team total for the Texans. I'm going to take under 16 points. I think that they struggle against good defenses, especially this year. I don't think they're going to put be able to score two touchdowns in this one. So I'm going to take the under 16 points for the Houston Texans in this game. Okay. All right. Like Jack, that, lot, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Um, I, don't, I still don't know if I, I don't know. I'm probably, like I said, I'm not touching anything in this game. Uh, I probably won't even watch it because it doesn't fucking matter to me at all, even though um, Colts are in the AFC South. It's it could, too, it could matter for anything for, to it, happen. It could matter for seeding for you, but like, I, I, I totally agree. I mean, yeah, I'm not really pressing about that. If we lose them, I mean, we could see you guys in the playoffs. Yeah. Like in the first round. So, I mean, yeah. but yeah, I, I don't, this is for you guys, it's definitely just a box score to watch. Yeah. Um, all right, Jock. Well, not your lock, but a game that you wanted to touch on here. Uh, we have San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams. Right now, Rams are minus four at home. Over-unders 44 and a half and FanDuel 44 and DraftKings. What do you like here, Jockey? Oh, this is a big one. This is the one I'm going to have to watch. Um, I, I need the Rams to win this one to keep our Saints hope alive to make the playoffs. So, you know, everything in me needs a Ram victory. Um, I'm, I'm pushing for the Rams, and I think if they win, they're going to cover. So, I'm going to have to take the Rams to cover. Uh, there comes a point in time in a season where your superstars start to take over, and I think we saw a little glimpse of that last week. Uh, hearing names like Von Miller and Odell Beckham Jr., uh, Cooper Cup getting in the end zone again. I know Matt Stafford's struggling a little bit. Uh, is it concerning? Yeah, but you know he's going to have his, his chance in the playoffs now, and you know I think he's mature enough and wise enough um, you know, to get things done. So, I think the Rams are the play here. Uh, I hope they win. I hope my Saints beat the Falcons. We'll talk about that one next. I, I'm on the Rams here with the points. I, I agree. I mean, the Rams are still fighting for that um, the division. If they lose and Cardinals win, Cardinals get that division. I mean, this is, this is a huge game for the Rams and the 49ers. 49ers keep their playoffs hopes alive, and the Rams, just to, just to get that home field advantage for at least a game, and they have a shot to get home field throughout. No, actually, they don't. Packers clinched that. But, I mean, getting a second seed even is huge. I have the Rams minus four and a half all the way. Yeah, I'm with you guys here. You know, I've been on the Rams kind of heavy all year. They've been one of those teams that uh, made me a lot of money in the right spots, hit my locks a lot for me. So I'm not going to fade them now. Uh, although San Fran heating up does scare me a little. We've been talking about that for the past couple of weeks, but it's inconsistent in a way. So I'm going to be on Rams with you guys here, too. I think that's the better play. I think it's the smart play. It's definitely the game that I'm going to watch in that 4 o'clock slate, too. So sure. um, I'm definitely going to be doing a little, probably some live bets in there and, and, and watch and seeing what's going on for sure. So I mean, um, always, always always hammer that Cooper Cup anytime touchdown. Oh, yeah. That's just, that's just always free money. free money. Okay, well, our last game before our locks of the week here, um, another one that I'm actually really looking forward to. We have the Los Angeles Chargers at the Las Vegas Raiders. Over-unders 49.5 in FanDuel, 49 in DraftKings. This is one that I know Nico wanted to talk about. I want to talk about it too. Those Raiders, dude, last week, 
Raiders and Colts. That game was very upsetting for me. Um, I came home just to watch it with my dad. I thought we had in the bag. Carson Wentz played like absolute shit. I'm still kind of on the Carson train here. I don't think it was enough to kick me off of it. Uh, but anyway, Chargers Raiders. Chargers won the first meeting. The points are going up. People are hammering the Chargers minus two and a half. It's already up to three and a half. So I'm taking the Raiders three and a half. I think this is a field goal game. Raiders at home. They still have a lot of shit going on. Derek Carr. I saw this on Twitter. I don't, I don't know who the fuck said it, but somebody said Derek Carr deserves an award, not for how well he's playing, but just the fact that he's been able to keep this fucking team together through all the shit. I mean, dude, what you got a murder on the team. You got um, another DUI. Now you got Damon Arnett waving guns around. I mean, John Gruden, you got half the shit doesn't happen to teams in decades, decades. And this guy had it happen to his team all in one season. And he's been able to mesh them together enough to put themselves in potentially a playoff scenario, not potentially in a playoff scenario. They win their end. So this, that's fucking crazy Corey, to me. Corey, no need to deserve something. So no need to give credit, no need to give credit to Twitter. I, we were all over this. Me and you were all over this saying how, you know, Derek Carr it deserves all the credit in the world. And I feel we said it before, and I'll say it again. That guy, you know, never says the wrong thing. You know, he he's got it all right. You know, he's a true professional. And you know, you got to tip your cap to the the Raiders. They've been through it all, like you said. Uh, and, and you know, this team, you know, deserves to be in this spot because I feel like they were given a bad break. They were dealt a bad hand. Uh, and for that for that reason only, I'm on Raiders money line. Uh, you know, they got a lot to play for, and I don't think this team wants their season to end. I think Herbert, this could be a statement game for Herbert. You know, could he rise to the occasion and put his team in the playoffs? I don't know. I'm not too sure. Nico, I know you have a different opinion on Herbert than I do. Um, you know, but I, I think hung, hungry dogs run faster, and I think the Raiders, my God, do they deserve a chance to play longer because I, I think they got something special going on. Yeah, I, I do think the Chargers do win outright, but if it, if this line's in a shift to three and a half, I'm all over Raiders. The core, I totally, I think this is a field goal game. Yeah. I mean, these two teams are fighting for their for their playoff hopes, and the, no one's no one's going to give up. No one. This is going to be literally a, a last drive type game, and it's pretty much going to come down to whoever has the last drive is going to win or they're going to fold. This is not going to be a blowout game. This is going to be a game that really means everything for both these organizations. These both these organizations really do not have a lot. They don't have these they don't have big fan bases. They're fighting to build a fan base off these playoff runs. So I mean this is just I don't know if I'm gonna touch anything in this game. This is just just gonna be a great game to watch and just don't even I, I would not even bet on this game to be honest with you. Just tune in, huh? Yeah, this is just a straight tune in and enjoy. Okay. Okay. Well I like that too, but like I said, I think that uh, I'm I am a fucking very excited to watch this game. I'm going to be on on the Raiders train here too. Yeah, I mean uh, you're on that just because Steve-O ripped you a new ass. I mean, Corey sent me a video of just his dad just bashing him when the Colts lost to the Raiders, bashing him. That was uh, <laughs> that was tough, dude. That was a tough game to watch. I mean, there are multiple. I don't even want to talk about it. Multiple chances for the Colts to win that game that Carson Wentz missed opportunities on. I'm still on him though. I still think he's 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 playing well enough that um, I mean. Super Bowl quarterbacks don't do that, but you got to think the guy was fucking sick. Didn't practice all fucking week for five yeah. days. We'll, I'm, we'll talk about it later here. So that being said, now it is time for our locks of the week. 
record for the locks of the week. Jason's at nine and seven. Nico, you were at 10, two and one. So looking to keep that fucking trending up. You're, I mean, you've been kind of steady hitting them the entire time here. Jock, you're at seven and nine. Keep in mind, Jock, at one point, I think you were at what? One and five or one and six. One and six. I was one and six and you're now seven and nine. So you're heating up at the right time too. looking like you got some playoff potential. And I'm sitting at 11 and three. So, all right, Jock, we have the New Orleans Saints at the Atlanta Falcons. Right now, Saints are minus four and a half away. Over-unders 40 and a half, 40. Sorry, this is important. So let me slow down. Over-under is 40 and a half in FanDuel, 40 in DraftKings. So, Jock, go ahead. This is an important one for, for the Saints. I mean, it's it's a win and get some help and you're in. So, you know, it's a must win. We We lost to the Falcons earlier in this season and it was a heartbreaker and with your backs against the wall you have to rely on one thing and the one thing that they've been relying on all year is their defense and they've proved time in time out that that defense could play at a championship level and that Falcons offense hasn't been able to prove their worth all year long and I think that if there's one part of this game that could you know take over is that Saints defense and throw up you know, maybe three or 10 points on the board. I'll take my chances. The Saints offense is also very, very bad. It's anemic at times and they struggle to put up points. I could see this game ending 17 to three Saints. It sounds crazy, but that's the way the season's been going. Uh, we're, we're not very good offensively and neither are the Falcons, but we have championship caliber defense backs against the wall. Stars need to shine and I'll take the Saints defense twice on Sunday night. So yeah. I'm going to ride with the under here. I um don't really have a play here, Jock. So just to, just because you've been heating up at the right time, I'm just going to tell you. I think you make a lot of sense talking about it. I think it, it makes sense when I think about it. So my only play, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to do um, whatever you put in that chat. I'm, I'm just going gonna to be with you on it. So good pick. I like it. I like it. I'm on Saints spread and the under. Um, this game is going to end 20 to 10. I have, I'm a mind reader right now. This game is going to end 20 to 10 saints and the Falcons are going to get a, going to get a cheesy ass touchdown at the end. It was, it's going to be 20 to three Falcons scoring that late fourth, 20 to 10 saints go to the playoffs. Niners lose. Wow. My pants, my pants are standing up. My Jesus pants, something, something's happening in my pants. You sick fuck. Oh my God. Something's happening in my pants, Nico. Yeah, because listen, listen, I, I hear, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go on record just because it's going to be week 18. I think there's two teams in the playoffs that could shock teams that could, that could play spoiler. First one is the Philadelphia Eagles. I think the Philadelphia Eagles have the most dangerous roster come playoff time. I think that they're able to run the ball and they have a okay enough defense to knock somebody out in the first round. Philadelphia Eagles, keep that in mind. Number two of the New Orleans Saints. If you let them in, that that defense could win games by themselves. The Bucks they are really shitting their pants too if they get in. I can tell you that right now. Tom Brady, Tom Brady the does Bucks not want to play New Orleans. Their pants. Tom Brady does not want to play New Orleans. He he got shut out for the first time since God knows when. It might have been the only time. I know Tom Brady doesn't want to play them. I know everybody's talking about Taysom Hill. Listen, all Taysom Hill needs to do is put at least seven points on the board. And you not turn the ball the over. And not turn the ball over. 
no turnovers and score a touchdown and you should win the game. That's what they did against the Panthers and it worked. I think that the Saints, you know, people say that they're very shitty on offense. You are correct. But I do think that this is such a high caliber defense that it could win you at least a playoff game. But the thing is you have to get in and that's why the unders to play because they're going to start relying on that defense even more. And Cam Jordan coming off a three and a half sack game. Doesn't happen often. He's get, heating get, up too. Get your phones out and, and bet pun every single drive, fellas. Bet pun. Oh, yeah. I, ironically, ironically, I don't disagree with anything you said, which is weird because normally we're always going back and forth. So uh, that's kind of scaring me that you're making sense to me. I don't know if it's um, what I'm drinking or what you're drinking, but I guess I guess we'll find out come playoff time. So uh, okay. That being said, this is our last lock of the week. Obviously, it's mine. We have Indianapolis at Jacksonville. Right now, Indianapolis is minus 15 and a half in FanDuel, minus 15 in DraftKings. Over-unders 44 all across the board. Before everyone freaks the fuck out, I'm not taking Colts spread. This goes against everything that I've ever said on this podcast. We have a three-score game, a divisional matchup away. Who, if you, I mean, I'm hoping it's a fucking blowout. I'm hoping it's 38 to three Colts. But that's not my play. Similar to you, Jock, I'm taking the under. I think the Colts defense is going to go out there. I will be surprised. I will be surprised if the Colts let up 10 points. I'm not kidding. I I would be surprised if Jacksonville scores 10 points on Sunday. I think that's the threshold. So whatever that team total is for Jacksonville, if it's over 10, I'm taking the under too. Uh, But my lock is just under 44 for sure. I mean, I think Colts put up probably put up 30 points if not 30 i mean we're getting at least 28 28 to 31 points i don't foresee jacksonville putting up more than 10 the unders to play here divisional game um colts speaking of which have not fucking won in jacksonville in a while so i am scared i don't i i mean i'm i'm fucking worried i'm shitting my pants and i shouldn't be because it's jaguars and i was reading on twitter and in all the cult spaces today that they said you know what, at this point, if Colts can't beat Jacksonville to get into playoffs, we don't fucking deserve to be in. And I agree. So I need to just stop worrying about it. If we can't win this fucking game, we don't deserve to be in playoffs anyway. So, I mean, I'm on the under here. I think it's the right play. I don't think there's going to be a lot of points scored. Definitely not 44. I, I mean, you you literally just spoke into existence. I was never on the under until you just said that the Jacksonville can't score and the Colts will score. I don't see Jacksonville scoring over 10 points. Yeah. So I mean, I'm complete with you. I'm also on um, cold spread. The, this, this is a this is a must win. Last week against um, the Raiders was not a must win. This is a must win. They're going to pound the rock. Jacksonville will not be able to stop it. And Trevor Lawrence is really ready, ready to go sit next to Urban Meyer on a nice beach with a bunch of hookers. They, their season's over. They're going to get the number one pick. I mean, it, it spread and under. I got. I think what jumps off the sheet for me is the spread. I think the 15 and a half, you know, it, it might be one of the biggest this year, but I have no problem laying the points with the Colts here. Uh, the Jags are a sorry organization in Holy football. They're, they're a sorry organization in all professional sports. To be, to be blunt, to be completely honest with you, they're an embarrassment to all professional sports. They're run almost like a carnival. Uh, they just take shot in the dark after shot in the dark and continuously get it wrong. And, you know, I think there needs to be a a bigger change 
uh, a change in ownership and a change in GM before anything happens. And, you know, they're just one step closer to getting to the off season and they're limping uh, kind of like Squidward limped away when, after he got attacked by the sea bear and that's one SpongeBob episode, they're just limping to get home and I don't blame them. They're going to get their rear end kicked. I'm not even going to say rear end. They're going to get their fucking ass kicked. Uh, give me 15 with the Colts. It's not going to be close. The Jags fucking blow and will always blow. You guys are scaring me with that, but okay. You know, I like to support. Let's go Colts. Uh, when and we're in, I mean, kind of simple. It's kind of simple. That wraps it up for us today. Uh, we have some good plays, some good insight. I feel very good about this slate. The guys broke it down for us. We're excited, ready for playoffs. I hope your team gets in so we could drink some beers and talk more football. Excited for week 19 playoff football. See you guys later. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at clutch underscore picks one. Sundays are Sundays, Jock. Thanks, boys. We really appreciate it. Let's make some money this week. Good luck, boys. See ya. The Clutch Picks crew is not to be held responsible or liable for a loss of money, injury, or harm. 